0: Praise the Lord. Well, good morning. I want to welcome you again this morning to C1Naz. I'm Pastor Brian Rogers. I'm the lead pastor here, and it is a blessing to have you with us this morning and a blessing to be able to minister uh, to your families all the time. There's been a great deal of preparation that has gone into today. In fact, the kids are finishing up their preparation right now and are going to be joining us in just a few minutes. As you know, there's been a lot of preparation go into this morning. As I think back across the last few weeks, I'm sure that most of your kids had a CD come home with them with a lot of the songs that are going to be on it and probably over and over and over and over again in your cars and in your uh, CD players, you've listened to this music. So some of you are rejoicing today because you get to hear it maybe for the last time, right? Um, I know that as I've heard you pull up. Uh, some of you in, in this setting this morning, maybe not so much, but some of the, uh, those that attend here to the daycare that's here, uh, I, I listen to them uh, pull up out here under the awning and I can hear the music playing in the cars as parents are dropping their kids off. And so I know there's been a lot of preparation go into today. Lots of listening to these songs and, and uh, other preparations as well. And there's a lot of preparations that go into this time of year. Probably you, most of you are already in full on Christmas mode as you're, as you're preparing for Christmas to come shopping and, and uh, making plans with families and decorating and maybe planning the menu, cleaning the house, probably most of all, the preparation is just figuring out how do we make it all fit in over the next few days leading up to Christmas. Lots of preparing during this time of year. And it's the way it's always been. In fact, if we rewind the clock just a little bit this morning back to the first Christmas, what we find is that preparation was important leading up to the birth of Christ. The angel comes to visit Mary and again to Joseph and shares with them on how that they need to prepare. And I just want to, before the kids come in this morning, just take a minute to share with you a couple passages of scripture that remind us of the preparation. Joseph and Mary, have no idea what's about to happen. And yet the angel appears and tells them in Ma- to Mary in Luke chapter 1, beginning with verse 30. Here's what uh, the angel told her. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name... Jesus, He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked? How will this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so that the Holy One being born to you will be called the Son of And then in a a verse or two later, we're told how Mary responds to this news, this news of how she is to prepare. She says this in verse 38, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. The angel comes and prepares Mary for what would come. And Mary says yes to this this promise. And Mary says yes and says, I will be obedient to what you have told me and begins to make preparations for the birth of Jesus. Joseph would have a similar experience. It's recorded in Matthew chapter one. And here's what the angel says to Joseph. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife because because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save people from their sins. And here's how Joseph responds to what the angel tells him. In, In verse 24, it says, when Joseph woke up, He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary to be his wife, but had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Joseph responds in the very same way that Mary does, with a heart filled with yes and a heart filled with obedience to what the angel had said. And from this day forward, from this day on, there began to be a lot of change take place in their household because of this great news. You know, new news New news has a way of causing us to change and prepare for what is to come. We found out a few months ago, my wife and I, that our son and daughter-in-law are expecting our first grandchild. We're excited. That was new news for us. Now, you thought that baby would be born the next day because my wife and daughter-in-law began to go out and make preparations immediately, right? I mean, new news has a way of, of causing us to change and begin to long for and desire and to be excited about what is to come. When we, when we receive the news that the baby was coming, we began immediately to prepare. I just had to, be, had to believe that that's how it was for Mary and Joseph. Um, they had their to-do list that they began to make as a response, right? You ever make a to-do list, right? Some of us are probably people who begin to list out all of the things that we have to do before whatever the day is that are Some of you have your Christmas to-do list, right? That you're already putting together. Mary and Joseph had that, I believe, as well. Now, remember, this is the day before ultrasound and three and four D pictures, but they already knew this. They knew they were having a boy because the angel had told them, and they knew what the name was going to be. So that wasn't stressing them out or on their list. But think about all of the other things that they were thinking about leading up to this first Christmas. They too probably had a house to clean, and they had to get the room ready, and they had to make the clothes and Joseph would begin in his carpenter shop to build the cradle and the crib. And he had to figure out how to install that car seat on the donkey. I mean, there were so many, so many things, right, that he had to do leading up to this first, uh, to the baby coming. And then there were all the things that they had to do that had really nothing to do with the baby coming, right? Just concentrating on the list of, of things naturally that we have to do in our lives every single day. No doubt Joseph was stressing over, wanting to take a little time off after the baby came, trying to get all the construction projects caught up. There were probably stresses from the family members and friends who were still asking lots of questions. About the, uh, about the birth, about this child coming in, in such an unusual way. Lots of questions and stress, would those ever end? And then there was one more thing that they were thinking about on this to-do list. Something that you probably read right over in this story and don't give another thought, but there was the census. The Roman government had decided that it was time to take a census, and so on their long list of things to do, in the nine month, ninth month of her pregnancy, Mary and Joseph would have to make their way from where they lived, right, to Bethlehem for one reason, and that was to register with the Roman government for this census. I just can't help but believe they probably had a conversation something like this. You know, we just need to get there and get this done and get home. We just need to get there, get this registration done, make this 10-day journey and get back because Jesus is coming soon. We know that to be true. And so they, they, they make their way to Bethlehem. And in the midst of checking these things off their list, in the midst of an imperfect week, in fact, an imperfect nine months, I'm sure, in the midst of all this, not shaping up the way they would thought or hoped or dreamed, Mary goes into labor in a stable in the middle of Bethlehem. And Jesus comes into their lives in a very unexpected place, in a very unexpected way. Can I remind you this morning that Jesus is still in the business of coming into our lives on imperfect days, in unexpected places, and in unexpected ways. Mary and Joseph were far from home, far from where they wanted to be, and right there Jesus comes. Right there Jesus shows I want to just remind you today that if you're far from home, far from where you thought you'd be, far from where you want to be, Jesus meets you right here today. He steps into our lives. Jesus has been preparing for this moment, this morning, whether you've been preparing to be here or not. In fact, I would say there's probably some of you who maybe didn't even plan to be here this morning, and through a series of events, maybe toward the end of the week, you found that plans changed and you made your way here today. Can I just remind us all that none of us are here by accident this morning, but Jesus has directed us here And just like Joseph and Mary, you may find yourself today in an unexpected place and you've come in an unexpected way. But I want you to see today that Jesus has prepared your steps and he's guided your way. And he comes to you today and he simply asks the question, will you open your heart and life to me? Will you open your heart and life to me? Will you let me step in to the midst of your journey today? Will you let me help you? Will you let me provide for you? Will you let me give you wisdom in the midst of maybe a chaotic time in your life today? Will you let me step in to the unexpected things that have come your way? Just like for Mary and Joseph, there's always going to be unexpected things that come. In fact, maybe as you look back across this year, you would say that there's been, this has been a year filled with just things I was not expecting, but I want to remind you this morning that even though we may not expect certain things to come into our life, the things that take us off guard do not take the God we serve off guard. He's full aware this morning of where you are and what you need, and the way to prepare For what's around the next corner that you're unsure of is to hold the hand of the one that goes before us. Jesus goes before us today. He has come to you this morning. In fact, his his name that we talk about this Christmas is Emmanuel, which simply means God with us. He is with us this morning. He draws near to you. He cares about you and your family today. In the midst of a busy schedule with much to do and much to accomplish and prepare for, Jesus came to Joseph, and to Mary. Months filled with stressful moments came to an end that day in this stable in Bethlehem as Mary for the first time would hold Jesus in her arms. I remind you that Jesus was the Prince of Peace and I have to believe that on this day, regardless of how stressful the previous nine months have been, on this day as she held Jesus in her arms, she recognized him as the Prince of peace. If your world is chaotic today and your life is filled with stress, I want you to know that Jesus wants to, wants to step into your life, step into your world, and bring peace that you never have experienced before. He loves and cares for you today, and He offers you the gift of Himself. The greatest way to prepare this Christmas, the greatest thing that we can do, is to open our hearts and our lives and our families to Jesus. Christ. I'd like for you to bow your heads with me for just a moment before the kids come in. There's so much going on in all of our lives right now. One of the few things that we get, this time of year especially, is just a moment of peace. And right now my prayer has been that just in this moment, that Jesus would come as we pause. Father, we're so thankful this morning for the gift of your son, Jesus. And this morning, Lord, we open our hearts and our lives to you. And Lord, you know where each of us are. Lord, you know how much we need you today. I need you, Jesus. Each of us here, whether it's the first time that we've ever been here or whether we attend here all the time, we need you today. And Lord, we're thankful that you came as Emmanuel to be God with us, to come and live on this world and in this earth and to teach us and to guide us and lead us and to share with us the good news. But we're thankful most of all that you went all the way to the cross where you gave your life on Calvary, that we might be forgiven of our past and our sin, that we might receive you into our lives. And have a new start and be able to be able to navigate this world, not alone, but with you directing us and giving us wisdom and helping us. And this morning, I'm thankful for the, that decision that I've made in my life. And I know there are those here today that are longing and searching for that. And so I just pray this morning that as they look to you, as they open their heart to you, as you step into their world in a fresh way today, may each of us, Lord Jesus, welcome you and desire, Lord, more than anything to serve you and to be what you would have us to be. We look to you this morning, Jesus. We thank you for the privilege that we have of of being here today. And we pray your blessings upon each one, each family, each person that's come today. And I just pray that throughout this Christmas season, they would continue to just turn their eyes to you and desire, Lord, to walk with you every single day. We love you this morning. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray.